Well, a few months ago at church, our minister asked us, the congregation, for any prayer requests. And he went around the room, and at the very end, a woman in the front pew raised her hand and shared this prayer request, that she was overwhelmed by life, and she wanted prayer for peace, some reprieve from feeling anxious and stressed out about the cost of living, the conflicts and wars in the world, work, responsibilities, and relationships. And as she spoke, I could feel the entire congregation breathe and connect with her. They felt the same way. And I realized that I am feeling, and you may be feeling overwhelmed as well, whether you're looking for a job, trying to pay your bills, caring for your elderly parents or spouse, navigating the teenage years, working through issues in your marriage, dating and trying to find that special someone to love, Or you may be stressed out at work, stressed out at the world's conflicts, overwhelmed with the conflict in your own life, aging, and what am I going to do when I grow up? Well, then, this show, Help, I'm Overwhelmed, is for me and for you and for that brave woman at church. We've got you and God's got you too, and that's all coming up right here on See Here Love. From Crossroads Media, this is See Here Love, the podcast with Melinda Estabrooks, Season 9, Episode Number 8. Now, did I make you feel overwhelmed with all of that? I realized as I was listing it, I could feel from behind me a little bit like, oh, the heat. Well, welcome back. Welcome back. Nicole Langman, co-host, social worker, author, and speaker. Glad to have you here. Beautiful and purple. Thank you. Love it. Tonight, Lichmore, we're always matching with our clothes. Registered psychotherapist. Anu George Kenjana Thoppel, CEO of International Justice Mission Canada. Sparkly Mm. and beautiful in that. Thank you. And our special guest today, Mm. Kara DeHaan, lead pastor of Faith Church, and I have to add, minister of the word. So it's a perfect person to have with us as we talk about being overwhelmed. Mm. So like that woman at the church, could you resonate? What would you say that you're overwhelmed with right now Mm. and why? Well, I I can just... I'm just going to go ahead and say it. I lost my mom this summer mm-hmm. and very short, painful battle with cancer. And, uh, and she passed away in July. And so I find grief really overwhelming and not mm-hmm. just my own grief, but the grief of other people, the people that I love watching them grieve. It's, a, it's just extra heavy when we grieve for people um, as well as ourselves. So I can say with certainty <laughs> that I'm feeling really overwhelmed in this season of grief in my life. Um, which causes me to not be able to maybe think as clearly or feel like I can be as organized as I'd like to be or as with it and energized because that feeling of overwhelm is it's oppressive. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so that's, that's what's overwhelming me, me right now. Thank you for sharing yeah, that. thank mm-hmm. you for that. Yeah. So the grief and loss mm-hmm. of that. Mm-hmm. Oh, thanks, Nicole, for sharing that. Yeah. Yeah, I think for me, I I don't necessarily feel overwhelmed in this season, but a lot of moms that I'm around are overwhelmed, particularly those of moms of littles that work full time. Right. It's it's a challenging season when you are pulled in so many different directions and you don't have the capacity or the resources to keep up with the many demands that come with those two roles. Um, So I think a lot of moms are overwhelmed right now. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And I'm a mom and uh, not of littles anymore, but I certainly experienced that too. Um, About four years ago, I became a minister of the word. That was my first full-time job and not just a little full-time job, um, leading a church with, you know, this job description that just keeps going on and on. Rightly so, I understand. And yet uh, the idea that I could fulfill all of those things regularly overwhelms me. Mm -hmm. Um, And then if you start adding in children and husband and family and relocating, there's loads of loads of reasons Mm -hmm. for overwhelm Mm -hmm. personally. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Overwhelm could be my middle name. (laughs) Like just, uh, no, four years ago, came in pregnant with my twins to take on a new job delivered the babies in three months, went back to work, restructure, relocation, three home moves in the last four years. And just feeling the burden of being a mother, uh, not, not, not in a way that a mother who's aware of what is going on in the world, mm-hmm. you know, and, and having my little daughters and extremely overwhelmed by looking at children between the age of two months to... 11 years being exploited sexually in front of the camera by half a million Filipino children. Mm -hmm. So the the statistics that I have to deal with on a daily basis and having to go Mm -hmm. back home and Mm -hmm. have my smile on and tell my baby stories and put them to bed Mm -hmm. is overwhelming. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm making this a counseling session, but I needed to say this somewhere. I am overwhelmed. I knew overwhelmed George. Unfortunately. A-G-O-C. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. I would say there's a number of things. I would say cost of living. Mm-hmm. When I go to the grocery store now, wow. Mm-hmm. The price of food. And if you do not have an income or have two incomes, honestly, I don't know how you do it as a single yeah. mother. And I'm aware of that. I mean, I have two incomes, but I'm aware that the price of fruits and vegetables and things have gone up. I'm overwhelmed when our kids are worried about their future mm-hmm. with AI, with the cost of living. Can they ever buy a home? Will they have to live with five guys in a house because they can never afford a $5,000 apartment? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what does that mean? Yeah. Are they going to live with us forever? <laughs> are they, what does that look like as a parent yeah. for our kids? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm overwhelmed. You know, we've talked about this before about me changing my body my mind will I you know in as in the 50s now will I be relevant Mm -hmm. will I be able to sustain the energy to do the work well as I go as I'm older Mm -hmm. I could go on maybe this is my show about being overwhelmed Mm -hmm. um you know I'm overwhelmed about I just think you know sometimes I'll be honest like social media and the way the world is working as far as influence and information, I feel sometimes I'm really behind Mm -hmm. and I get overwhelmed with, oh my goodness, you know, am I going to be able to, to speak and create and lead in that space and, you know, kind of keep up with things. So I, there's a lot and the conflicts of the world. My husband works in international development and we're very aware of the fires, the floods, the droughts, all that's happening that impacts our world and so many people don't realize how connected we are with our environment, with one decision made here means that, you know, chili peppers are not, 
going to be harvested and we have no chili pepper paste in Canada. I know that sounds, but every decision of people matters. So I feel overwhelmed and it's a lot. And I, I think about that. It doesn't, you know, sometimes it does keep me up at night, but sometimes I think about, and I don't think I'm alone. I think there's a lot of other women mm-hmm. and people that are with that. Yeah. Finances, are we going to have money at the end of the month to pay rent and eat mm-hmm. and education for our kids and whatnot? So I think those are real things that I have felt overwhelmed about. When that woman at the church said that, I was like, mm-hmm. There it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I was like nodding to yeah. her about that. Yeah. So. And how brave of her to stand up and say that when yeah. there was probably 95% in the congregation were like, oh, thank goodness someone said that. It's mm-hmm. brave, right? It's brave to say it. Yeah. Because we, we want to show up in our space with this, like, I got this figured out. And we've got this um, impression that we're trying to manage. Mm-hmm. And, and for her to just say, you know what, I'm overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. And good for her. It's brave. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think for women, too, we want to be great at all things. I want to be a great oh. wife. Yeah. I want to be a great daughter. I want to be a great sibling. I want to be great at work. I want to be great, great, great. And there's a lot of pressure, and that can really overwhelm mm-hmm. you. Am I alone in that, or do you guys mm-hmm. feel the same way? Nope. I, I think a lot of us are, in some ways, a helper in our profession. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I find that that's another thing. I want to be a great helper, right. right? I look out across my congregation, and I know like from experience and from conversation that everybody's dealing with something. Mm-hmm. And how can the words I bring or how can the, the listening that I do or how can the prayers that I say mm-hmm. encourage yeah. and bring life from what just feels like affliction and yeah. death? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wonder if you as therapists feel the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, what I notice is that people mm-hmm. are really um, over-consuming like, information in the news, right? Mm-hmm. I, I wonder, like, were we wired to consume so much mm-hmm. information? You know, like, we, I think it's great to have an awareness, but many people have the awareness and don't do anything about it, don't know what to do about the information they know, or just don't decide mm-hmm. not to, right? Mm-hmm. And so we know all these things, and then it just sits there. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how healthy that is because, like, our brains are wired to keep us safe, and our brains hold on to negative information a lot more than positive because our brain's like, I need to keep you safe. Ah. And mm-hmm. so it's like when you drive on the highway and there's an accident on the other side, everyone's looking <laughs> because your brain's like, What's going on there? We don't want to get into an accident, so let's go look so we can prevent this in the, in the future. And so just having that awareness, I think um, we need to have that awareness mm-hmm. so that we guard our minds, right? We guard what we consume. We guard what we re- read, what we hear, um, because I just think sometimes it's too much. Mm-hmm. But yeah. guarding itself takes a lot of stress, right? I mean, because mm. I'm constantly trying to figure out what it is that I can expose my kids to and what I can't and researching that is taking mm-hmm. like three hours of my night's mm-hmm. sleep. Mm-hmm. It's just everything yeah. ends up being stressful and mm-hmm. overwhelming. But that's a good point though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can invite so much information. I work with a lot of young moms in my practice and mm-hmm. we talk about, you know, the the influence of information and you know all I had when I was raising a baby was what to expect when you when you're expecting right that was it and I think like now if if these young moms you know they buy that stroller well that's abusive and if they swaddle their child instead of this then well that's not right or that is the only way and cry it out or don't cry it out and the the pressure of doing it right and then it gets very big it's it's this whole sense of um it's not just, um, you know, people get to have a choice around whether or not they want it. It's like, if you don't do it, then there's something wrong with how you're parenting. Mm-hmm. And I think that 
that creates an unbelievable amount of anxiety yeah. in this information era. And uh, I'm seeing a lot of that stress. So a lot of the moms that I'm working with are overwhelmed because they don't know what's right and they mm -hmm. just are desperate to do what's right for their baby mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. as a mom. But they don't know what that is because there's so many right answers. Mm -hmm. But I think it's not just for like single moms or moms. Or moms it's no. like for all, all of, of us. All of like yeah. what is right? Mm -hmm. How do I speak? What do I do? What do I wear? What do I say? Mm -hmm. what is, what's the next decision? Mm -hmm. Am I following Jesus well? Am I going again? Like there's so many things. Mm -hmm. And I, what would it be like not to stress out about that? Mm, yeah. Like I just wonder what would it look like where mm -hmm. you're just like, okay. Because there's a lot of worry and anxiousness around that mm -hmm. when you're trying to always be right you know, the expectation. Now, practical things about like paying your bills, that's a that's a, like a mm -hmm. real, like being overwhelmed mm -hmm. and worry. Mm -hmm. But I think a lot of other things, it's like we, I think, have some, I don't want to say unnecessary, but sometimes we're a little harder on ourselves to make things perfect and mm -hmm. right, and that can make us definitely overwhelmed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. The concept of balance, right? I mean, that's, it's kind of like the society says, well, you need to find the balance. And we were talking about it. Mm -hmm. I said, what balance are you talking about? Like, that's the biggest kind of a, like, that doesn't exist. Yeah. It doesn't exist. That, that doesn't exist. I mean, it's again a choice of how we handle what at what time. Mm -hmm. I give a little extra to the family at some point. I give a little extra to the work mm -hmm. at some point. Mm -hmm. But that by itself is an expectation which is stressing the living lights out of me. It's mm -hmm. like, I know, why can't you learn to balance? Mm -hmm. Sure, let me give you a book on how to balance. Mm -hmm. I don't need it. Just just let me sleep at this point. Yeah. 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 But how to be well in the imbalancedness of it all. Yeah. In the chaos of in it all. In the chaos of it all, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So as we're talking about that, I think, you know, Carrie, you can kind of help us like try to understand, you know, in these overwhelmed places, grief, imbalance, all the finances, family, expectations. Like how do you make sense of this? And I think, you know, scripture can help us too but I think maybe and then maybe that's how where we have to go because sometimes you're just like I don't know hands uh, up and you're like I don't know uh, yeah. yeah yeah so I guess my first reaction to this like why is this happening why do we feel so overwhelmed right like is this new and I guess part of my answer is, well, it's not new. We can find in the pages of the Bible loads of stories of people mm -hmm. who felt overwhelmed and mm -hmm. anxious and uncertain, you know, as old as Moses, even, even before that, Abraham or Gideon, the judge, or Jesus himself felt mm -hmm. like a sense of overwhelm at time, right? So it's not new. But on the other hand, there were times where uh, society at large had this sense that we we're not enough. We mm -hmm. have to depend on a religious being, right? Like a divine being who's bigger than us. Mm -hmm. um, where does my help come from? Well, it comes from the maker of heaven and earth. But mm -hmm. more and more, the script we're being told is, you can do it. Yep. You mm -hmm. can climb any mountain. You can achieve. Mm -hmm. And if we accept that too much, um, you know, we're going down <laughs> the wrong path. Exactly. The one that we weren't That's made good. for. Exactly. That's good. That's yeah. really good. That self-reliance and mm. that yeah. calling on ourselves for that divine being. Which is hard because yeah. it feels like there has to be a balance, yeah. right? Because, sure. yes, we do have a responsibility sure. yeah. to play. Mm -hmm. But um, to take God out of the equation, mm -hmm. or really any divine being, you know, I think that's not helping society. Mm -hmm. yeah. And sometimes, you know, when you're overwhelmed, people are like, well, where is God in the midst of this? Mm -hmm. That God could totally help me here. You know, like I could win the lottery. I could get, you know, an aunt I never knew existed <laughs> left to me an inheritance. God, that could happen. Or all these things. And sometimes we put it on God to say, 
why are you not helping? You could make this a lot easier. Why, why, why? Hmm. And I don't think that's the right question. I mean, our organizational response has been quite fascinating. Like Gary Hogan, where 25 years of our work, he called us all together to one place and reminded us, because the work can be overwhelming. It yeah. is. Mm -hmm. And he said, left us with the message of never forget this. This is God's weight. Mm -hmm. Our work, Jesus' way. Mm -hmm. And I forget it every single day. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like every single day. But having that information at hand and having the spiritual practices has been mm. so helpful mm -hmm. for us to deal with not just the vicarious trauma of the work that we are doing, but also the realities of what is going on in the household, what is going on in the country, what is going on internationally and in the field where we are in the trenches. So, mm -hmm. yeah, if that's an encouragement. Say that again. What was that? It's God's burden, God's, God's weight. God's burden, weight, okay. Our work. Our work. And Jesus' way. And Jesus' way. Mm, that's really good. Mm -hmm. Nice. Yeah, sounds oversimplified, extremely complicated when you think of it, but mm -hmm. it is very possible mm -hmm. if we can tell ourselves, it's not my burden to bear. Mm -hmm. And every we have the spiritual discipline of half an hour stillness in the morning, mm -hmm. followed by half an hour corporate prayer. Mm -hmm. We keep reminding each other mm -hmm. that it is God's weight. Hi, I'm Addison Espilla, one of the content producers here at See Here Love. I just wanted to take a moment to invite you to join our community called the See Here Lovelies. Here's how. Number one, sign up to our weekly newsletter. Every week you'll get a personal note from Melinda with links to our shows, blogs, and resources, as well as inspirational content and a short devotional. You'll also be the first to know about upcoming events and giveaways. QR code is in the show description or sign up through our website at See Here Love and look for the newsletter icon. Number two, join us in studio and be part of our studio audience. Take a behind-the-scenes tour in our master control room, editing suites, and studio. You'll meet Melinda and the See Here Love co-hosts and guests. Email us at seeherelove at crossroads.ca for more info. And finally, number three, become a monthly partner. $25 or $50 a month will help us share our brave themes and conversations on television here on podcast, YouTube, video streaming, and on our social media platforms. We can't do See Here Love without donations and sponsorships, so please go to www.seeherelove.com slash donate and give your one-time or monthly donation today. Become a See Here Lovely and join our See Here Love community of belonging, vulnerable and brave conversations. We are here for you. So what does that look like then? So you're like, I'm helping moms, I'm helping moms, your congregation, the work that you do, mm -hmm. you know, my life, my own internal, you know, <laughs> angst. Mm -hmm. So what would we say? What would, how would we encourage someone then who's like, I hear you guys, mm -hmm. but it's easier said than done. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. you're talking all this thing, but mm -hmm. in the reality of my life, words seem so cheap because right now I can't you know, I can't, I'm feeling. Yeah. What would you say? I think there's a lot of practical things that moms can do to release some of that weight. I think um, because many of the moms that I work with, it's like they want to do 10 things, but they only have capacity for five. <laughs> and so they're beating themselves up because they can't do 10 things. But it's like you don't even have the capacity to do it. And so you have to really choose areas in your life where you can cut back, whether it's like, you know what, I'm not going to have the cleanest house. 
you know. I'm I'm gonna buy more underwear and socks for my kids so we can go a bit longer with laundry. Like really practical interventions and recognizing like I just have to be good enough and allow God to fill in the gap. Like Jesus wants to fill in the gap. Like he wants us to come to him and be like, I'm weak, like this is all that I can do. Like fill it in. And Jesus can show up, whether it's peace in the mess, peace in the chaos, like He'll show up in his way, like yeah. Anu said, um, but we just have to give him the space mm -hmm. to do that, right? So there are a lot of practical things that women can do. Mm -hmm. That actually speaks a lot, right? Because we want everything to be perfect, and then we are so consumed with it. No wonder we're overwhelmed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Perfect house, perfect this, perfect that. We look perfect. Mm -hmm. Everything seems perfect, and we're trying to manage this facade yeah. when really it's like, you know what? I can't do it all. Exactly. Yeah. And that's mm, when that's the comparison piece, right? Around yeah. that measurement up against other people and mm. stepping away from comparison. And because we are inundated with other people's highlight reels, mm -hmm. uh, there is that just flares up that comparison piece. Mm. And I think that when we can step away and say, okay, what can I do in yeah. this moment? God doesn't make mistakes. So those kids are your kids on purpose, knowing the mom that you are with the capacity you have, they're in the right hands. And that whole mm. kind of sense of remembering that God didn't make a mistake with dropping these children into my life. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, and that's a, yeah. Oddly, my brother had an advice for me as soon as I became a mom, because he knew that I was overwhelmed with two babies and I've never had previous experience of being a mother. Mm -hmm. Suddenly it's one plus one. Mm -hmm. And then I was battling. I knew I had to go back to work and I knew, it was like, Anima, that's what they call me. Delegate, mm -hmm. stop wanting to do everything yourself. Mm -hmm. Trust the people you have in your life mm -hmm. and remember that you can be more than one thing, mm -hmm. not perfectly. Mm -hmm. You don't have to be perfect at either. And that released me mm -hmm. to have my sibling call and tell me, don't be perfect. Like, I mean, wh why, why would you aspire for that? Just, mm -hmm. just be half-baked at home and at work for some <laughs> <laughs> And that's okay, yeah. because you're gonna bring your 100% there uh, later mm -hmm. when you can. Mm -hmm. that's good. And I think I would love for, you know, the viewers to kind of also think of, that's okay. Mm -hmm. Like you said, a messy home is okay. It's okay. A messy Not home is okay. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. 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 Kara, what about for you? Yeah, uh, so, for me personally, in the overwhelm I feel, um, I really heard what Anu was saying. Um, there's a scripture where Jesus says, come to me all you who are weary and I will give you rest. Mm -hmm. And um, that, he goes on to talk about being yoked. Mm -hmm. And so I think, okay, Jesus is right beside me. We have this yoke thing, which I don't understand, I'm not a farmer, but mm -hmm. I have to like hand over to him the heavy mm -hmm. stuff, mm -hmm. like it's his church, we're his people, mm -hmm. he's got this, uh, even if I can't see how it's all gonna end. Um, but I also um, really rely on other people. Like, I love what you said about being half-baked. Like, <laughs> I'm married for a reason, and I'm mm -hmm. so grateful for my husband. We partner, like parent together, we clean house together, we cook together. And he knows that I can't manage without him. Um, he might say he can't manage without me also. <laughs> but, but even at work, right? Like I have a staff, I have a leadership board, and I have friends in the ministry, and I just have to keep reaching out. Yeah. Like, yeah. I can't do this. Please help me. I mean, and that's super hard, mm -hmm. but yeah. I know that that's the the only way to peace. Mm -hmm. and, and what I love about that scripture is that I, I think in the past I used to just pray it, 
Like, mm. okay, Jesus, I'm here, like, give me rest. No, where's the rest? But then I started to actually practice the rest. So actually saying that to Jesus and resting, mm. taking a nap, sitting in silence, and allowing Jesus to care for me while I'm doing nothing. Mm. And I felt like that was transformative for me because I think I thought that I would just say it and feel better (laughs) or something, someone would take something off my plate and I would get that rest. But it's like, no, actually come because I'm here. Like, Mm. and Jesus is is Emmanuel, right? He's with us. And sometimes we forget Mm -hmm. that when we're overwhelmed, he knows that we're overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. He feels that we're overwhelmed with him and he's inviting us into his peace. Like he's inviting us into his arms. And the word of God is not just words, like it's living and it's active. And so I think rest is guaranteed if we, mm-hmm. if we ask for it. Mm, that's good. That's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's good. And there's that sense of like not necessarily running from the overwhelm, but turning and noticing it, facing it, speaking it out, Love saying it. like you've said, Kara, mm-hmm. like speak to your people, let them know as your, mm, was it your, your brother mm-hmm. or someone said, yeah. like, yeah. yeah, you don't have to be, you can be half-baked. Um, <laughs> I think it's a... It's just a really nice reminder to, we spend a lot of time running from discomfort mm. and I don't think we have to run from discomfort. I think we can own it mm. and then hand it over yeah. and invite him into that with us. Yeah. And I think the big thing, I mean, this is the big thing, see, here, love and how I live my life. It's very much about people and sisterhood and gathering people because mm. you cannot do life alone. I've said this right from the beginning. Like see, here, love is seeing people, hearing, loving, you seeing, being seen, heard, loved, they it's about belonging mm. and togetherness. Yeah. That's, how, that's how God created us to be mm-hmm. with one another. And so I am deeply saddened when people live life alone, choose to do life by themselves. They don't think they need people or mm-hmm. they isolate. And I'm not talking being introvert, extrovert. I'm talking people to really choosing and saying, I've got the wall up, I don't need you. Mm-hmm. And I think as I'm hearing this, it really talks about that we need one another. And when we're mm-hmm. overwhelmed, we need to reach out for help. Mm-hmm. How can we encourage one another toward peace? I think, you know, the woman, as she raised her hand, she said, I need prayer, minister, mm-hmm. for peace. That, that was actually her prayer request. After she mm-hmm. said all that, she was peace. I need peace. Mm. How would you encourage somebody toward peace? I, I find it, I take it as my personal responsibility, especially because of some degree of influence I have, whether in social media or in the work that I do, mm-hmm. to be absolutely honest about my shortcomings. Because there is an example that people are looking up to and kind of, oh, so, you know, this woman is doing whatever she's doing. They feel that she's got it all together. Mm. But I break it to them as honestly as possible. And then Martin Luther King summed this up really well. Uh, It is when we are the most overwhelmed, should we stop everything and turn to God. Mm. And inviting my sisters to say, you know, I've got the entire world Mm. crashing down on me. I'm going to close it all, open the Bible, spend time in stillness, mm. and receiving his word. Beautiful. Yeah. So that's, that's what I would offer. Um, okay. Yeah. All right. We've got a few seconds left here toward peace. Kara, what would you say? Uh, I've been studying Revelation recently and uh, the letters to the churches in Asia Minor. Uh, one of them in particular, the letter to Smyrna, is all about this this church that's overwhelmed. And so Jesus' word to them is, I am the first and the last. Like, I'm the beginning and the end. I've got this. I'm everywhere. And I died and I rose again. Mm-hmm. That's our story too. 
even if we feel like we're dying, we've got life in Jesus. And so keep learning that story. Keep rehearsing that story. Jesus is making everything new. That's a beautiful way to say it. And I think a beautiful way to end it. And the question just this week is, what one characteristic of Jesus or truth from the scriptures can you meditate on this week that will help you live and be at peace? That's our question. That's our question to you, community. You belong. You are seen, heard, and loved. You are not alone. Thank you. Kara, thank you so much for coming. Mm-hmm. You are wonderful. Anu, Sunite, Nicole, great to have you with us. For more information about the show and all these amazing people, seeherlove.com. And we're going to end with a prayer for you from our good friend, Beth Green, mm-hmm. on finding peace when you're overwhelmed. And make sure that, um, yeah, you download that and, and read that this week. And then know that you are seen, heard, and deeply loved by God. Bye. This is our prayer for you. Creator God, you are the author and giver of life, a life that is beautiful, good, and true. We worship you. But we also stand in a long line of women who cry out to you, enough, it's too much, we need help. Hannah wept tears in the temple, longing for a child. Bound in their grief, Naomi and Ruth travelled to a new country, not knowing if they would be welcome. Naomi did this twice in her life. Martha, struggling with so many responsibilities, just wanted her sister to help. Peter's mother-in-law lay burning up with fever and Mary watched her precious child and saviour crucified with nails. Jesus says, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Send your spirit to whisper the comfort that is needed. Speak the confidence we crave and keep us in love with Jesus so that we may in turn love all that you have made. Amen. Thank you for listening to See Here Love, the podcast with Melinda Estabrooks. We are able to do See Her Love because of these generous sponsors. Tyndale University. Melinda and I are both Tyndale alumni. Tyndale is where you will experience high-quality academics interwoven with faith and a community of students and faculty that challenges you to live authentically, to follow Christ, and actively engage your culture. Visit www.tyndale.ca. The Canadian Bible Society champions the Bible as the voice of God, revealing Jesus Christ, the living word. Go to www.biblesociety.ca. And finally, the International Justice Mission Canada rallies Canadians to the fight to end slavery and violence in our lifetime and prove that justice for the poor is unstoppable. Go to ijm.ca today. Please check out these amazing organizations who are doing life-transforming work and who we are proud to be partnered with.